0: Speaking of mouthfuls, mm-hmm. who's looking forward to the Kirby game?
1: Oh, shit. I did not know about this.
0: I had not actually heard about it, yet. yeah. And now I'm excited. I don't know what this is yet, but you you play the game in mouthful mode. <laughs> it seems like, would so this hard, be normal, normal Kirby? Yeah.
1: I want to play intermittent fasting Kirby. It's kind of like <laughs> the clip timers in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, why are we not recording this I don't episode know. already?
2: Wasting so much cast. Okay.
3: Topic Lords.
1: I'm Jenny Paladna.
0: And I'm Chris Jones. I'm Jim Stormdancer, and this is Topic Lords, the only place on the internet you can hear topics discussed. Jenny, would you like to introduce yourself, or do you have anything to plug?
1: Hi, I'm still Jenny Paladna, and I still have nothing to plug, unless uh, unless Nelson has made a new game, which he's probably made three of them by now, so I'm plugging those. I don't know what they are.
0: Uh, you can look them up and put them in the show notes. <laughs> okay. And Chris, would you like to introduce yourself, or do you have anything to plug?
2: Um, Chris, I hang out with Jenny a <laughs> lot, because we live together, and... Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything to plug either at the moment. Uh, I guess just uh shout out to trees that aren't beans, which I've been trying to find <laughs> and plant a lot. Uh, I'll plug that.
0: Are we ready to start on some topics?
2: Absolutely. To.
0: Chris, your topic is every tree in this desert is a bean.
2: That's right. Every every tree in this stinking desert is a bean. And uh, I haven't been able to stop thinking about this since I first thought about it. maybe uh, Maybe two months ago. Yeah, it turns out. A lot of trees actually globally are legumes and belong to the, the bean family. And uh, they, they grow from things that look like beans. Look, if you start seed starting growing them and that like pretty much every tree in my yard out here in, in um, lovely, chilly Phoenix, Arizona is a freaking bean. And I, I walked at one point, it was raining and I'm like, I'm standing in a three bean soup because we had three different types of bean <laughs> trees in the front yard. It's just, it's just like everything out here, practically. Super common. I bet you're also surrounded by bean trees and you don't know it
0: and you've never known it. Okay. So, uh, the, the tree seeds that I am cognizant of are the little spiky balls that fall on the ground and then they like stick to your socks. Oh yeah. I miss spiky ball trees. Are those
1: beans? Spiky ball trees are beans?
0: I don't think that those Uh are, so those are, hold on. I just, I learned the name of these things super recently. I remember looking it up at one point. And I think the, the Latin genus is actually spiky ball tree. <laughs> spiky ball tree
1: was my favorite fire emblem hero.
0: Oh, it's a sweet,
2: sweet gum. Okay.
1: Sweet gum tree. Sweet gum tree. Neither sweet nor a gum.
2: Oh, it's a, that's a, that's a liquid amber. Okay.
1: A liquid amber? Like, like, like amber liquefied and now it's a tree?
2: <laughs> no, like am-bar, oh. like a, like, a, like a, you, you go drink it at, at a bar, and if you're an am, ambar? you would drink it at an am-bar. Okay,
1: I would be drinking liquid, so it all checks out. <laughs> I don't understand anything that has been said for the past oh, five minutes. Oh,
2: I guess they're called that because they do actually produce liquid amber, oh. but they don't spell it liquid amber in the name, because, uh, reasons. Well, all right. Yeah, so those are not beans. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of those in the Bay Area, but, but yeah, like, absolutely everything else out out here is a bean.
0: Them being beans, does it mean that they're edible? Uh,
2: lots of them are actually. You can uh, some of them are poison. So like, <laughs> right. there's, there's the that, like.
0: That's my concern. Texas bean tree
2: poison. Uh, Texas. Uh, or what is it? I don't. I don't remember about ebony. What is it? I've got one in the the front. So Palo Verdes, the green trees. Uh, those are those are edible. Actually, the, the seed pods on those.
1: Have we talked on this
2: show about- The Pelo trees?
1: Yeah, any any tree with a green trunk.
2: She hates Pelo
1: Apparently she had a, a formative art school experience child where the tree trunks were never green and were always brown.
0: And, and she took this out on the trees.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's mad at the trees now.
0: She just got really <laughs> mad when she came out to visit. She was like, no, no, no that's no. not right. No.
1: <laughs> it was like a whole, like you could see a whole trauma reaction mm. happening.
0: right yeah this is something we've talked about on the show before but trees aren't like a species right like they're not all descended i mean obviously they're all descended from a common ancestor in the sense that all life is Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. but a a tree is just like a survival strategy for a plant
1: yeah yeah there's not like a proto-indo-european right
2: many of many of them are beans yeah Yeah.
0: I, i guess that doesn't necessarily prove that you could have green wood though
2: I think it's just smart for the plant because it's like that's an extra photosynthesis uh, sure uh, route. That's why they have it, right? Like, sure. They, yeah. 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 Probably to stop beetles or something. I guess. Oh, that's okay. So, so related thing. I didn't think about this until out here, but like, um, so we've got a super extreme climate out here, which makes like like this. This is the toughest place to garden. One of the toughest places to garden in the world, yeah. I swear. Because like we we have like 120 one part of the year and then it, it drops down to freezing other parts of the year. It didn't this year, but like, and probably will, will less so because climate change, but like it really sucks out here trying to figure out stuff that'll survive like <laughs> the, the both, both extremes. Right. And the dryness. Right. I, I didn't really think about this, but leaves on, on trees in, in harsh climates act as ablative armor in some cases. So like when stuff burns out here, they tell you like you, you stuff will survive when it wouldn't otherwise, if you don't trim it and uh, some things, and if you trim it, then, then it can burn. So like citrus, you know, if you don't paint, paint the trunks white or some other stuff, but the the leaves will look like shit. But the um, yeah, it, it ends up being it ends up being uh, protecting the tree. Same thing with cold. Like like bougainvilleas out here, like Barbara Karsts and other stuff like that it will uh, survive the frost better if they have more leaves because the the upper leaves protect the lower leaves, and so they'll it'll get some some frost damage. You have to cut back. Huh. But it's yeah, same principle. Neat. As uh yeah, pretty cool. Pretty
0: cool. Are we, are we ready for another topic? Sure. Sure. Jenny, your topic is, the statute of limitations on spoilers implies a social contract where we agree to consume media as soon as it's available instead of consuming it at the right time for ourselves.
1: Uh Uh-huh. So this was inspired um, by a conversation with some people who absolutely uh, are topic lords and will absolutely listen. So I was on on a Discord video hangout recently where I had the first novel ever written, The Tale of Genji, spoiled. Although not the whole thing, because apparently it's real long and there's a lot of twists. So I was, you know, and like, it's, you can't complain about having the tale of Genji spoiled for because of the social contract. Like I've had uh, like 900 years or something, probably longer than that. I don't know. what. uh, Yeah. But then I was thinking about it. It's like, you know, the, the idea we all agree that it's like, okay, a piece of media comes out and you have like x amount of time depending on the person you're talking to to consume it before you can just walk up to anybody and they're like you know darth vader was luke's yeah. dad yeah <laughs> and they feel perfectly justified in doing so because you should have seen star wars because it came out in uh well i guess okay that got revealed in what empire that, or that was
2: that was uh empire, empire
1: yeah so what like 88
2: uh that would have been 81 i think sounds right came out in three somebody's gonna hear this
1: jedi's jedi's 85 i know new hope and jedi okay
2: oh so it must have been 83
1: okay yeah yeah so it's like okay so you had uh you had like six months give or take after 1983 to go watch 1980 1980
2: okay Okay. That, that explains why i don't remember seeing this one in the theater because that was i was born
1: Jim, were you in 1979? Cause we're yeah, I was born in
0: 1979. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, we're both eighty. So we did not. There's no way that we could have seen Empire Strikes Back long enough to avoid spoilers, and of course we didn't.
2: I mean, apparently my was... mm. my mom saw it like like dozens, literally dozens of times while she was pregnant with uh-huh. me because it was there was a giant heat wave, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she just like like the 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 movie theaters were just full of pregnant women oh, wow. going to see. Star Wars, wow. and then I guess in the Bay Area that happened again in re- for Return wow. of the Jedi because I knew people who their moms had seen uh, Return these, of the Jedi. Were like, these movies
0: just not that actually that popular? Was it just like two heat waves <laughs> <whole> coincided <laughs> with the movie? Re-
2: <laughs> Imagine Star Wars. <laughs> star wars uh, was, the popularity was driven by yeah. pregnant women who just needed a place to not be Having hot. the yeah. choice
1: you can be uncomfortable or your baby can be a nerd. Yeah. like, like <laughs> I don't know maybe he'll get a job in computers
2: Seems yeah, I like. don't
0: think they had those yet
2: <laughs> I mean so the baby the baby can hear this right like even if there's no you know it doesn't it doesn't like save the information probably I guess but like
0: that's, yeah this baby definitely imprinted on that music
2: yeah yeah, there's, yeah there, that's it's a real thing. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, Jenny and I have a lot of conversations about the spoiler thing because there, there's like a bunch of '80s media that she has that she just kind of missed the first time, sure. and yeah. that I that I consider canonical for being. Having lived through the eighties, and I have a
1: spoiler policy that makes people hate me. Uh,
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I understand it, right? Like, and I'll just catch myself, and I I won't know until I step in it that it's something that you haven't seen, and then I'm like, because that happened with like uh, like (laughs) we just we just watched uh oh yeah Indiana Jones Last Crusade yeah yeah because I started talking about it, and you're like I haven't seen it, and I'm like. (laughs) Huh. <laughs> like, well we're gonna watch it now so that i can talk to you about it
1: <laughs> i i mean i told you, i've seen i've seen like three movies and they were the ones that we had on videotape in the 80s for, uh big business i think
4: hello again <laughs>
1: with Shelley long and then later uh we got um that kenneth Branagh shakespeare movie where he's just frolicking in italy
0: i don't think i've seen any of those Nope. <laughs>
1: I've seen them uh, a thousand times each and I've seen no other movies. So if you want to talk about a movie.
0: <laughs> I'm sympathetic to the idea. Like I, I'm, I'm way into watching or consuming media way after it's released. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, the discourse really does drive you in many ways to like, if you want to be, people are mostly discussing media, like in the immediate wake of its release. Yeah. So if you want to be part of that, the, of the community wide discussion, you kind of have to consume it then. There's definitely – I mean, it's like the the joke that conservatives make about consent that is just so exhausting to have to ask for uh, each
1: – Yeah.
0: Like, to yeah. have the conversation about, like, okay, I want to make – uh, a joke, which is an allusion to an event in a movie. Have uh-huh. you seen this movie, or am I going to be <laughs> spoiling it for you?
2: Yeah. I mean, I am perfectly willing to like the the system that Jenny and I have worked out in the in the relationship, which is which is like I accidentally almost spoil something or start talking about something that could be a spoiler, and Jenny tells me she hasn't seen it, and then we watch it, right? Yeah. Like so.
1: Or yeah. I say I have no interest in consuming this media. Right. I have a solution
0: right. for you two. I don't know if this works for other people, but I think this is a good option, which is constantly lie about movies. <laughs> and so whenever you whenever you say a fact about a movie, it might be a, tr- a real thing or it might be something you just made up and you Jenny will never know.
2: I'm not allowed to gaslight Jenny anymore <laughs> after the uh, after the laundry fork incident and I've held to this. Okay, but but At, yeah.
0: But you could get consent to gaslight her about movies.
2: <laughs> That's true. And if I don't know whether it's true or not, can it truly be
0: called gaslighting? Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, <sighs> if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie either, then it's, it's not technically lying.
1: So I feel like the the, out, the practical outcome of being gaslit about movies is that instead of sitting there uh, thinking, oh, I know this character is going to die because I've had that spoiled thinking, like, I wonder if this character is going to die now because that's a thing that's on the table is something that could happen or it's a lie. Right. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm super meta-thinking. Yeah. It's like at
0: the end of Sixth Sense where Bruce Willis turns out to be a robot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there are definitely so that's the thing there are movies that because they have like that were built for a hardcore plot twist that just should never be spoiled. Ever like that? That I I feel like, and that's you know, people can disagree with me on this, but like I don't I don't feel like there's a statute of limitations for Fight Club, right? right. Like I don't feel like there's a statute of limitations for um for for Sixth Sense, right? Like things the that prestige. are that are just like don't the prestige yeah. right? Yeah, it's in the name, like don't don't yeah. do this, <laughs> <laughs>
3: like,
2: don't do this thing. These you know, and and probably you know, it's harder like the the plot twist in Empire is tough because that was a whole cultural thing that people were just saying that line, right? Where if you were like. Uh, like, 10 years after that, you had a good chance of just being spoiled, like, living your life.
1: That was back in the day where yeah. there were only, like, 10 different things that you could say as the quote that right. was all that you said, so it was either that or, like, right. where's the beat?
2: <laughs> right. But, like, you know, fight, fight Club and Sixth Sense and stuff like that are harder because they're, there's not, like, an iconic line.
0: Yeah, well, as, as I recall, in the Sixth Sense, there's no dialogue in that scene, so you'd have to, like, you'd have to, like, do an impression of of the Bruce Willis's face or something,
2: as as you realize that he's a robot. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just like you, you have to being do a th- robot.
0: You got to do this thing where you like you take a pen knife and you cut open your forearm and see the servo <laughs> motors inside. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So other things like like Blade Runner would kind of straddle the line for me. Look, I would never spoil Blade Runner for anybody. Speaking of spoilers, yeah, I don't know the original the original Blade Runner because I think that that's like a good experience.
0: I added a part to. Uh, the Frog Fractions Hat DLC, which I believe you both played.
1: Yes! Yeah, the spoiler attacks.
0: The spoil yeah. orbs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where
0: uh, you're playing a bullet hell, and every time you get hit by the bullet, uh, the game shows you a spoiler from pop culture.
1: Yep, that was the most nerve-wracking uh-huh. video game experience I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life.
0: Yeah, I did it.
2: <laughs> I, did. I, I thought that was incredible. <laughs>
0: uh yeah no that was that was definitely like what what is worse than a villain mildly inconveniencing the actual player or uh-huh. audience of the what what in-world crime that <laughs> could they commit that could be worse than this
1: <laughs> right yeah there's nothing until we get better
2: technology right, right.
0: if you can actually kick you in the balls mm-hmm. then
2: yep <laughs> Uh, yeah i want to i want to know who goes out and pays extra money for the additional ball kicking haptics right like <laughs> I, no oh. i don't want to know i don't i yeah. don't want to know it's
0: dark souls players it's, <laughs> it's dark, <laughs> dark souls players and fetishes oh. did you see the interview with hitataka miyazaki where he talks about like yeah i put all these this killing in my game because that's how i want to be killed <laughs> i wouldn't wouldn't it be cool to be killed by this giant tree that would be awesome. <laughs> I have to admit, I've never thought about. The
1: only way I ever thought about dying was being smothered by kittens. Yeah. Yeah. okay be unpleasant, yeah. but like, maybe they're purring.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> With modern shader technology, maybe the video cards of the PlayStation 5 <laughs> can render enough kittens that would realistically <laughs> smother the player character. I would
1: play that Dark
2: Souls. <laughs> Oh man, a kitten core dark souls is is just like an incredible idea on its own. Like just, you know, it's it's dark souls except it's just like kitten smothering and unicorns and like Junji
1: Ito's cat diary the dark
2: souls. Uh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> ship it. Yeah, ship it. Do it right now. Yeah.
0: But the point I was g- going to eventually make was that um I'd, I had both versions of the Blade Runner spoiler in there.
2: Mm, okay. Because,
0: okay. Because I couldn't remember which one was the actual canonical uh, truth so, of the wor- of the in world truth, <laughs> so I just like I wrote I put them both in there. Nice. My understanding is that there's still
2: not.
1: Yeah, the jury's still cause people because people disagree. It's, it's still on, quantum.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like the scriptwriter and Ridley Scott disagree about yeah. it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So so I think you actually you got it just right because it's like the it's like is the cat dead or is the cat alive? We well, do you know, we we have no way to know. Right. Yeah, it's in quantum state. All sorts of thoughts on that the, that movie because I just started thinking about it a lot when I was taking this like kind of uh, weird film class that I was taking. But uh, I I uh, I don't want to accidentally spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it and like break the whole like we're sitting here talking about spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's
0: let's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should yeah. not have that discussion. <laughs> yeah, not a good idea.
1: I'll say one thing about Blade Runner. It's not a spoiler. I miss clutter.
0: Is that a thing that went away?
1: It, uh, I think some movies still have it. But if you go, like, look at a movie that was made, like, this decade or in the last half of the last decade, and you see a house, there's probably not just, like, shit everywhere and dirty dishes and stuff. Like, it's probably, like, somebody got a rental house and, like, shot a movie in
0: it. This might be, like, similar to how every actor now has to be ripped.
1: Yeah. You're ripped and you live in an Airbnb.
0: Right. Yeah. That's it's, it's, everything is heightened. And nothing can be realistic.
2: I kind of want to start making really good films and, and crowdfund them somehow just so that I can like hire really good schlubby actors to be in them. And kind of as a counterpoint and be like, can we go back to – because I'm always I'm, – I'm delighted nowadays when I see people and I'm like, it's normal looking people in yeah. this, in this yeah, expensive weird.
0: film. Yeah. How would <laughs> this get funded? Do you remember back when it was notable and interesting that Linda Hamilton got fit for Terminator 2? Yeah. Yes. Like that was something that like everybody was talking about. That like, oh wow, she really did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like part of the job description for every actor now is you change your body type to fit the role.
2: Isn't it? Isn't it mind blowing in this day and age? You know, like so many, so many like incredible actors would just not get hired. Like the, I don't know why I'm blanking on her name because she's one of my f- favorite actors. But like the the uh, lady played. Um, uh, Ripley, right yeah. in the Alien Sigourney films. Weaver?
0: Oh yeah, Sigourney Weaver.
2: Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Like, would just she's she's too she's too normal of a face. I think like she has too she's too much of like a like a like a normal looking person.
0: She is a very masculine face. I think
2: it's very distinctive. Yeah, yeah, it's a very distinctive face. But like, she's phenomenal.
0: Like you know? she and like, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. should get together.
2: Oh wow, we need to get an <laughs> AI on that. <laughs>
1: Are you getting an AI on that right now? Yeah.
0: I am trying to find a celebrity <laughs> mashup. <laughs> Going
2: to <site>, hacker yes. <laughs> <and just laughs> I love hacker Yeah, uh, it looks like they don't have a they don't have a dedicated tool for it yet. Wow. That, that, but I can I can find it. I mean I, I did recently make that there there is that one that I used oh, to Oh, yeah, um, the one
1: you used to make the the Laura Panini.
2: <laughs> right, Laura Palmer and a panini. Right. <laughs> No, press I, like her. who press
0: her? I'll have to find this for the show notes, but I remember uh, Soszysowski was on like the local news in Poland wow. as like here's an indie indie local game developer, uh-huh. and they took like b roll footage of him on Hackertyper dot com because <laughs> they wanted like footage of him working.
1: <laughs> oh, did you watch Russian Doll, Jim? I did. Do you remember the part where she's she's working in whatever her IDE is that's got like the yeah. the jogging the 3D model jogging and she's typing and like <laughs> as she's typing and backspacing the 3D model starts doing different things. I was like, what is this IDE I want? I
0: mean <laughs> <laughs> I I I don't think people do like live coding of animation, mm-hmm. but I've seen tools like that for like audio.
1: That's cool.
0: For like live live performance of or not, not necessarily techno, but like more like abstract uh, of digital soundscapes, where like you're typing in the code and it's dynamically compiling the code, and that is feeding into the music somehow.
1: That's very cool.
0: But uh, yeah, that would be super interesting to be like, like how would you, how would you make that work with, with uh, like a skeletal animation interface or something like that.
1: Hmm. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beginning a lot of ads for a lot of a lot of 3D
2: stuff. That's not quite that, but definitely like
0: 3D 3D tools or
2: yeah, just a lot of 3D tools. And I'm not sure why. Like I've been I've been talking about making games again, so I guess that it's it's like my phone is listing and Instagram is like serving me up ads. Like, hey, would you like to? Have you seen that AI, yeah. AI
1: AI AI generated video stuff? I forget the the name of the. I'm in a Discord where a lot of people are like generative stuff, and I don't I don't super follow it, but I see they post things and there's some creepy like uh like every every frame is AI generated where you're rotating around like a creepy creepy lady.
2: Mm-hmm. I have not seen that.
1: Okay, good. Well, now we've got uh, uh <laughs> we've tallied who's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Because we've hit the limit of what I know about it.
0: <laughs> Are we ready for another topic?
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Uh, my topic is this list of words that men know but women don't and vice versa.
1: Okay. i got to look at this list now because this is fascinating.
0: Yep, I'm looking at the list. I'm going to start by reading this list. Okay. For the words that men know better, there's like huh. 20 of these, so i just got to get started on it. Howitzer.
1: Okay. I know that one,
0: kind of. Yeah, that's I know that it's a kind of gun. Yeah. Thermistor, no which nope. I know is an electronic component. Azimuth. That's
1: the yep. bottom. Uh,
0: femtosecond.
1: Uh, that's how many fems to a second.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Milliamp. Aileron, which is like part of a wing of a plane, I guess.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Servo. Degauss degauss is when you push the button on the monitor and it goes all
1: oh, rainbowy
0: for a second. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah who doesn't I kind of I kind of couldn't have told you what that meant. But okay. I get a gender pass according to this list.
0: Well, <laughs> we're going to get to the other half of this list in a moment. Okay. Boson, checksum, piezoelectricity, gauss, also on the list, just gauss and degauss separately. Yeah. K- different scores. K- Katana. What? Sh- uh-huh. Mm-hmm. male. Yeah, that's the, they had to go there. They did. Uh, Neodymium, Yakuza, Teraflop, Strafe, Parsec, and Bushido. Wow. Parsec, I'm sure, is like... Oh, yeah, that's the
1: okay. that's the,
0: the distance that Han Solo didn't travel <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's also a uh, TI-99-4A game.
0: Okay, sure. So it yeah. was like
1: a space shooter.
0: We'll see how many video games are in the women's list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce most of these. There's okay. Peplum. Tulle, T-U-L-L-E uh-huh. Chignon, uh-huh. Bandeau. I think these are uh-huh. French. Frisia, uh-huh. Chenille, uh-huh. Cole, uh-huh. Vibran- uh, And I, and I am just, I am so into how these just look like machine-generated <laughs> English words that are just not really words.
1: That's really funny. Mm. They're colors and fabrics. And right. Cole,
0: that makes sense. Cole is sense.
1: eyeliner. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, is that a brand? <laughs>
1: yeah it's from kohl's you go to (laughs) kohl's department store
2: so Verbane is a plant too that's that's
0: like yeah yeah Yeah, it
1: is um and peplum peplum is like a greek skirt kind of thing okay or some some kind of greek
0: and then we have doula which we finally get to a word that i know yeah
1: well you've got a baby
0: right that's why rouge espadrille damask which i know from uh fallen london and like Damask was one of those words It's like, oh yeah, this is one of those words from the nineteenth century that uh only the, the guy who reads a bunch of uh GK Chesterson would know. <laughs> but apparently it's a word that women know. Or if you grow roses. Uh,
1: oh yeah. That's like a color of rose.
0: Okay. Jacquard. Yeah, it's a it's the one
2: that you like, Jenny, the, the Damask Rose. Oh. They're, they're those uh
1: The the pink ones that go to the yellow?
2: Uh well so the the shape. The the like kind oh,
1: of Oh, okay.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, whip stitch, baucle, taffeta, sateen, chambray, pessary, and voile. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing most of these. Pessary was the one that, when I looked it up, I was most surprised by. Uh,
1: I don't know what pessary
0: means. Nobody knows what a pessary is?
1: No. What's a pessary?
0: A pessary is a removable device that is inserted into the vagina to provide support in the area of a prolapse.
1: Wow! Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm glad I don't know that one. <laughs>
0: Looking at Google Image Search for Pessaries, none of them look like dildos. Which just seems like what what are you even doing, guys?
1: What do you use to hold up a vagina? Let's oh. Oh, they're like little little Kirbys <laughs>
2: <laughs> What Kirby
0: mode is that exactly?
1: <laughs> That's like the reverse Kirby. The reverse Kirby. You get him in there and you just
0: <laughs> Jenny, it sounded like you knew most of the words on both lists.
1: I knew several, yeah. I mean, a lot of those were like, have you studied? Have you studied science and electronics?
0: Right, like a lot of the most of the ones on the left seemed like STEM words or like
1: yeah, war
0: well, words.
1: Or are you a weeb? And I am right. a weeb, so.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was definitely a, a French, a French Japanese dichotomy there. Yeah, it was kind of interesting.
0: I needed both a man and a woman to do both of these lists. Uh, I also have this list of words that Americans know and British people don't and vice versa.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, get a British person.
0: Yeah, and I wanted to put a, a, like a, a British person and an American person on the show as well. Did not, it turns out, that didn't work out. I'm, and this one is super interesting because uh, most of the American words are food words. They're like manicotti, ziti, oh. tilapia, garbanzo, kebab, there's also Kwanzaa.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: okay, Sandlot, acetaminophen, pharmaceutical term for Tylenol, and goober, which like, that seems like the most <laughs> British word imaginable. How do you not know what that is? It's like, oh, it turns out British people don't know what wine gums are. Like, what?
2: <laughs> Didn't you invent that? This is reminding me of a lot of conversations that, that uh, I've gotten into with a friend of ours who is... Um, uh, Australian, Kiwi by way of England, and we've we've had a lot of conversations about just, just the various forms of English.
1: We just discovered the other night, and this is only tangentially related because it's brand names, but a Three Musketeers here is a Milky Way in the rest of the world,
0: oh, and a yeah. Milky
1: Way is a Mars bar. Like,
0: yeah, why? yeah. I I thought I thought it was a temporal thing. I thought they just didn't have Mars bars anymore in the U.S. Oh. But apparently it's uh, regional. So on the British list of words, we have uh, dodgem, huh. uh, which I believe is the British word for bumper cars oh. and abseil, which is what they say instead of repel. Okay. Like a repel as in like Interesting. Uh, descending on a rope uh, and curbside, which is totally a word here, but they spell it with a K E.
1: Oh, right.
0: Which yeah. is, I think, a big failure of this list. Which, yeah. and it also like reveals that they must have created these lists from writing. Mm. And if they had created the lists from speech, Bowie would be on both lists. But there's also just like, I could just read another list of like, it is super remarkable to me how, when you're on the wrong side of the list, just how much it looks like total nonsense. Uh
2: huh. <laughs> I, you know a lot of this stuff I know because it's weird because the like Jenny mentioned is a lot of it is, is uh, fabrics right or uh, colors and it's like okay if you're if you've if you've taken any like if you've looked into fashion at all right as a dude uh, then then not as much of that is going to to do the thing and if you've conversely if you've watched much anime as yeah. a uh, as a lady I think. You know like the other side some of some of the other stuff and there's there's also I think some some things that probably dungeons and dragons would teach you on either oh, side oh yeah there's like that <laughs> whole
1: list of weapons that yeah, oh yeah 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 that I'm not enough of a d d person but like there's the glaive de bec de <laughs> <laughs> right
2: the, the bohemian earspoon and yeah. the fork Fachard. yeah uh-huh. or fachard. yeah Fachard. I don't know how to pronounce that even but like I, I know how to spell it because d d's
1: Bohemian earspoon is that real? Is this, yep. is this, that's not a laundry fork?
2: No, nope, no, Man. that's real. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, it was a nickname for a, for a specific kind of, uh, okay. yeah.
1: Okay, as a descendant of Bohemians, they didn't know about mm. this. Nobody gave me an ear spoon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told you about this before, that it is, yeah, because it was in the, it was like the first edition D&D rules, and then was, was removed. Yeah, okay, yeah, the Bohemian Ear Spoon is, oh, that looks nasty. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's called a Bohemian Ear
2: Spoon. <laughs> yep <laughs> featuring a long broad socketed spearhead with two outturned lugs at the base of the head forming a, a guard similar to that of a boar spear oh, okay it was another one of those so a bunch of pole arms that were descended from boar hunting equipment in the in the kind of german region oh, okay. uh, yeah yeah or being able to use it for both because boar hunting was real big real big back then um, yeah another th- uh, things things that you know because of playing playing the
1: Play Dungeons and
2: Dragons Dragoon. Jim, do you know how they collected, like, what what collection method did they use for these data sets that they got these? I
0: don't know either one of them. Like, I could make up, like, here's what they probably did, but uh, I'm making it up. They could have, uh, like, asked a thousand Americans and a thousand British people to to, to say yes or no to the entire dictionary.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm (laughs) thinking...
0: <laughs> Maybe
1: not that one okay
0: all right <laughs> all right I'm, I'm i'm I've got no more ideas. I found the study uh and i'd oh. have to i
2: I don't really want to dig into it because like, I'm gonna be sitting here like looking at the the stuff, but it looks like it according, according to the the abstract it's a online crowdsourcing study involving over two hundred and twenty thousand people uh so Ooh. like there. with
0: that many people you really could just like. You wouldn't give everybody the whole dictionary, but you could give people like 50 words and ask them to Uh say if they recognize it or not.
1: I bet what they did was they just asked a thousand people to name 10 words they didn't know.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: My next guess was going to be they had, they asked a thousand people to upload their college thesis. (laughs) Every time they use one of the words in the thesis, that counts as a point for knowing that word
1: yeah i want to read the katana thesis yeah the katana yakuza thesis
0: <laughs> are we ready for another topic sure sure uh so for this topic we're going to be reading the poem ozymandias by percy shelley who oh would like to read it
2: i nominate jenny for using the <laughs> voice that she's been doing for the D D campaign <laughs> been running you think you can do it in muffins voice
1: Oh, I don't know. I wasn't expecting to do Muffin
4: tonight. Let's see.
2: Okay, that's true. If you, joined, can, you have to. Get I, need I need
4: a poil. I need a poil to identify <laughs> whatever artifact, whatever artifact you bring me, I'm gonna need a poil that costs a hundred cult. <laughs> I mean, you don't gotta pay no hundred cult, but that's how much it gotta cost. <laughs> Alright, so we got Ozymandias by Poishy by, his, by his Shelly. <laughs> I don't know if
2: <laughs> you could you're, you're killing it so far. <laughs> It's very I, good.
4: Met a traveler. I met a traveller. I met a traveller from an antique land, who said, "Too vast and trunkless legs of stone stand in the desert, and near them on the sand, half sunk a shattered visage lies, whose frown and wrinkled lip and sneer of cold command tell that its sculptor well those passions read which yet survive, stamped on those lifeless things, the hand that mocked them and the heart that fed, and on the pedestal these words appear." My name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look on my woinks, ye mighty, in despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sand stretch far away.
0: So what I love about this poem, aside from the voice you read it in, <laughs> is that most of it is a quote.
4: Oh,
1: wow. Yes, it is.
0: I think that's huh. really funny. <laughs> I don't think this poem is a joke, but I think that's fine fu- It yeah. also ends with a semicolon instead of a, any other punctuation. Oh,
1: that's really funny.
0: Now that I think about it, like, I wonder, do... Is this just, like, did someone accidentally enter a semicolon when they're doing data entry?
1: (laughs) Possibly. The one I'm looking at has a period.
2: Uh, Mine has a semicolon.
1: Yeah, it's possible this person was just like, oh, semicolon.
2: I feel like Percy Shelley is the kind of person who would have ended it with a semicolon. Yeah, absolutely. I'm immediately torn between wanting to really like this poem and try to unpack what it represents and also the knowledge that Percy Shelley (laughs) was a complete shithound.
1: Yeah. I don't want to like it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't understand why he's telling us about this guy, about this thing. Like, he's giving us no context. He's just telling us about this guy that he met and what he said.
0: Yeah. You, you can talk about how you got a smoothie yesterday. Yeah. And what the smoothie <laughs> said. Yeah. I mean,
2: I think it's definitely, a, like, I, I can see something cool in here. You know, that's like a cool kind of statement of the, of the kind of nature of making anything in this life right like and that's kind of cool I just I don't trust that it was actually like that it was that it was cool when when Percy Shelley was was (laughs) reading it to his friends and beleaguered wife right as he was workshopping it right like drinking his
1: do you think that the framing device because i don't feel like there needs to be a framing device like why can't he just say two vast and truckless legs of stone blah 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 blah? Uh, do you think that the framing device was because um his wife was doing like three levels deep of a pistolary novel
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think you could say so again i'm interpreting when i know that the again like shithound warning but like (laughs) i I think it adds something to the again like it makes it even more ephemeral right it's not just it's not just like i saw this this rotting stump of the the you know great great conquest Mm. right right? like it's i i heard from a guy okay that is actually (laughs) there was Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's just that literally, and so not even like probably even that doesn't remain now, right? Like yeah, if you...
1: yeah, I guess the the modern equivalent would be like. Let me tell you about this song that I used to have on my iPod that I got off of MP3 dot com. No so longer
2: available. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feist did a great article on the MySpace uh, music mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. like gone. Yep. You know, like and and what isn't gone is like because it was all on Limewire, yeah. right? Yeah, like, oh, Limewire. What isn't. Yeah, what, what isn't gone is like, so remix, you know, stuff that it's just, a, a, you could never put it up on YouTube because it would just get copyright slammed kind
0: of immediately. Right. From multiple angles, so. Yeah, and all the mp3.com stuff, that was a huge trove of indie music.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, until it wasn't. Yeah. So this poem on discoverpoetry.com, which is a, like, I, I've been clicking around. This is the only place it ends with a semicolon, so I think this is just <laughs> a typo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, screw you, Percy Shelley. Yeah. You're not interesting <laughs> after all. You should have ended it with uh, a
1: semicolon, you piece of shit. Yeah. Get <laughs> wrecked. Uh,
0: there's a, Um. it looks like a painting illustrating this poem, like a big, like right above the poem, there's a big painting of like a, a dandy on a horse looking at the Sphinx.
2: Yeah. So... Yeah, like an outrider like a like a Teddy Roosevelt era guy on a
0: horse. Right.
2: I mean, but we know who the who made the like that history is pretty pretty settled, I think. Like that's
0: Yeah, but maybe they didn't know back then. Maybe they didn't know in, in Shelley's time.
2: Maybe they did, but he didn't.
0: Right. <laughs> maybe I mean, I, this is just about his personal ignorance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there's also there's a non-zero number of people who have have Showed up at the Sphinx and are like, that sure is a big good cat dog lady thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess they didn't have noses back then. Yeah, yeah, in well, the dawn times. We, like, no nose, yeah. so
0: I have to assume it had a white person's nose.
2: Oh yeah. Right. Things sure 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 were weird before the flood. It's like how Greek Greek right. and
1: Roman statues were actually super colorful, but then
2: it all right, faded. Bearish. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And now everybody thinks yeah. they were these just very classy white...
2: My mom likes to tell the story of this um, family that moved... A super rich family that moved into a house in uh, LA way back in the day that used to have a bunch of like Greek statues and just painted them uh, flesh-colored and drew hair on them and on like the bits right of these of these greek statues and like how everyone was just super horrified and it like made the paper because this was back in the days where that yep yeah the nightly news was all like talking about it didn't
1: they have murders
2: i mean <laughs> i assume this was like the 60s or something okay. but like okay. i have to end up check with mom about it but like yeah she loves to tell that story and like it turns out that that was actually probably a little bit closer yeah. <laughs> to like how they how they actually looked back in the I I like this poem and I'm okay going to bat for this poem even though even though Percy Shelley is is a is a nonsense man. I also like uh you know I, I really like Frankenstein. Mm, uh, yeah. A modern Prometheus.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: I've come around on this poem. Yeah.
0: The other thing I like about this poem is that I've seen more than one person rewrite it in the style of All Star by Smash Mouth. Like they, I've seen it happen twice. Yeah. And who wants to read that?
1: I nominate Chris for making me read the last
0: one. Okay. Uh. All right. I'll
2: I'll do it. I'll do all it. All right. All right. Wow. This is long. This is longer than the actual poem. Okay. <laughs> I guess I I should do this because I'm from San Jose and we're ah. the we're responsible for better ors for Smash Mouth. So.
1: Yeah. Smash Mouth wouldn't even play our county fair after they got famous. They were scheduled to, yeah. and then they got famous, and they canceled.
2: I bet our other local band, Papa Roach, would have been glad to show oh, up man, for you. they would have rocked um, the
1: Fond du Lac County Fair, yeah. let me tell you.
2: Oh, my God, they really would. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right, all right, I'm doing it. Okay, here we go. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Ah, uh, somebody once told me his works he'd like to show me. He thought they'd fill me with awe and dread. He was looking kind of dumb, just two legs out in the sun and his visage, visage, visage it doesn't rhyme with the song, a broken stone head. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Statues built and they hit the ground crumbling. Didn't make sense not to build real high. Though naught is left but the desert sky. So much I've done for you to see. So what's wrong with looking upon me? We'll never know what the king showed. Showed! We only know what the man he- hewed. Hewed! would shoot? Okay. <laughs> hey now, king of kings now. Built to last now. Hey, hey day. day! Hey now, all is gone now. filled a not now. D.K. D.K. Nothing beside remains.
0: Only level
2: sands stretch away there you
0: go. This is very good. thank thank you for that. <laughs> showed showed and
2: ho- hewed. could shoot shoot. Is that
0: how they pronounced chewed back in Shelley's day?
2: I don't
1: know i always because it shows up in austin too and i always read it as shows
0: uh, that that is also what i assumed so but maybe this is like let's if we can't make it rhyme as you would uh-huh. actually read it make it look like it rhymes
1: yeah, yeah well that all falls apart when you sing it on a podcast right b plus
0: <laughs> yeah yeah solid b plus
2: ever good, no, good job i'm kidding this is good <laughs> it's actually no this is actually this is solid yeah yeah so what's wrong with looking upon me? I Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't keep keep
0: straight. Are <laughs> uh, we ready for another topic? Sure. <laughs> so, sounds good to me. Uh, Jenny, your topic is 41 out of 42 people start life with some time to chill by themselves in the womb, but twins don't. What's that like?
1: Yeah, and probably we should have had some twins on.
0: <laughs> <sighs> well, if I had twins on, that's two guests you couldn't be on.
1: That's true. That's to true. ask
0: this question.
1: Well, if you ever have twins on, I guess maybe you can ask. But it's my question. Oh no! Oh no! We're undone by the rules of the Topic Lords podcast.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Un- unless it turns out that you have a twin that you didn't know about.
1: Oh man! Yeah. Well, I am on twenty-three and me, and I did. Uh, I did open it up to tell me if I got a family member I don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it told me I had a mom the other day.
0: That's that's special.
1: Yeah that's
2: great uh, Jenny and I Jenny and I after we we were comparing notes about where our family was from on 23 me. according to 23 me, we had to like like link up to make sure that we weren't actually related uh-huh. <laughs> we're not yeah although I I don't know have I told have I told the story about the person who reached out to me on 23 me before I can't remember I don't, I don't want to take I don't want to take away from your twins uh, topic. You, t- to you
1: tell it. I'm gonna grab our burritos off the front porch where they've been sitting.
2: Burritos. Yeah, okay. I got us burritos. Oh, I love I love eating a burrito after singing. Yeah. Ozymandias, uh, King of Kings. Right. In, in Smash Mouth. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and then I'll come right back and we'll talk about twins.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Let me lay this on you. So so somebody reaches out to me through 23 andme because I set the I set the thing like let people reach out to me because I'm like sure you know I understand people trying to trying to parse things out so. Uh, there was someone who was trying to figure out why their results were funny, right? And it was there, like I was showing up as both a like some some combination where I was like showing up in, in both the second and third cousin slots for them. <laughs> and so it turns out that, uh, and I'm sorry if if anyone who's connected to this is listening to this right now, I, I I'm sorry I'm telling this story, but like I, I just you know we need to we need to you know these things these things are important to talk about <laughs> is uh... Yeah. So I guess my, my grand uncle accidentally slept with his own granddaughter or something, uh, that he didn't know was his granddaughter. So they used to have these things that were out like barn dances in this part of Texas, (laughs) I guess was the only social thing. And you could go, you know, go to these barn dances. And I guess he liked to go to barn dances kind of far away and, uh, and, you know, hook up with people and, um, accidentally hooked up with his granddaughter, I think, or his daughter. Might have been his daughter. Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. And then that person had a kid, and this has so far been unknown until twenty uh, three and me results, and we we pieced this together. And like, but, you know, this is the part of Texas where my grandma basically, uh, as soon as her her boyfriend, who as near as I can tell were not related, she she bailed as soon as he died in World War II. She was like, I have no reason to be here. I'm out of here. And like, it was <laughs> just like, see ya. Uh, and and married my granddad um, several miles from here, where we're living now. Actually, it was kind of funny. Yeah, I've had some I've had some fun from the 23 and me.
0: Wow. Where, where do I find the the familial incest tab?
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: Cuz I didn't see that one. I'm sure if you start poking around uh long enough, I think you could
2: probably uh make that happen. Right.
1: Uh, so twins, huh?
0: <laughs> so yeah, about them twins, there's yeah. There's two of them.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, twins like they they never 'Cause we all got some time to just like be by ourselves in the womb listening to podcasts and Kindle and, and not talking to anybody.
0: Chilling out for just, nine months.
1: Just chilling List, out for nine
0: listening months. Listening to, to Empire
2: Strikes Back yeah, over, over, over and over and over
1: and, and over. over.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right.
1: But twins are in there and they're like both listening to Empire and they're like elbowing each other, going, Oh man, I bet Darth Vader's Luke's dad <laughs> and the <laughs> other one's like, I don't know, man, I just don't see it.
0: Uh, spoilers
1: we already we already spoiled it earlier in this very podcast oh yeah
0: spoilers for like whoever learns to speak language first gets to spoil everything for the (laughs) other person
1: oh 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 i I, okay
0: i'm trying to
2: i I did end up morphing them and i apologize for nothing
1: but Uh, wow oh wow okay
2: like it's not perfect because they're kind of turned at slight like like sigourney is at a slight like three three quarters profile but like that it looks definitely like, yeah, a,
1: yeah that looks
0: like a, a thing is happening a
1: person who could exist and would be attractive
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Morph thing you can just paste an image over just like on top of all it's not even in a cell anymore it's just on top of all the cells <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, yeah I don't <laughs> like i have
0: I expect happening. like when i scroll i expect this like to slide off the monitor and just be visible in the air <laughs>
2: It does, it does definitely, it has, I'm, I'm getting, uh, you know, Geosity's turn of the century vibes, right. for
0: sure. <laughs> <sighs>
2: boy. You know what weirds me out about twins is that, that thing about identical twins that just basically live identical lives, like those, oh, those yeah. cases that they found Where of they like get they both
1: separated and they both go surfing and marry women named Betty who were born in nineteen fifty six, like Jim's T shirt that his wife bought him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's not that I try not to think about this. I just want an answer, right? I want <laughs> answers. <laughs> like, if we're not in a simulation, I'm willing to I'm willing to entertain other other ideas, like m- the mimetic nature of reality or whatever, right? But like, how? How is that how's that happening because it it happens more than once
1: We all have color preferences and stuff um, and like food preferences and I think I think there might be something to the idea that your first name shapes your personality
2: but like this this case from 1940 when both of their adopted parents individually named them James and they <laughs> both... maybe
1: they just looked like a James yeah
2: <laughs> okay that's true okay there are we have we have determined yeah like
1: because they would
0: that was a more common name 50 years ago was that more people looked like James.
1: You must have looked like a James.
0: I guess I did. Yeah. I feel bad for babies that are just clearly
2: Huberts.
1: <laughs> yeah. What are you even gonna do with a
2: Hubert? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Futurama's made Hubert cool again. That's.
1: That's nice of them.
2: Yeah,
0: but Pubert is still no good.
2: <laughs> I I still, you know what? I I but uh, Raúl Julia is is uh, will always be the uh, the Gomez Adams of my heart for the rest of, for the rest of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pubert Adams. Pubert's a great name. I don't know. I think it's, it's just sounds, right? Right. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> words words yeah, don't have meanings. Words
1: don't mean anything. You know, it's, just, there's means... no context. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a big universe, okay? It's an unimaginably huge universe with all sorts of things going on. Like, in the grand scheme of things, you name a couple kids pubert, and, like, it's... who's what? How's that gonna... Does it really, who's gonna know? Who's gonna know? On, like, a a cosmic level. Do you mean
1: naming a couple kids pubert? Like, you have a couple kids, like George Foreman has a couple kids? Because we talked about your (laughs) definition of the word couple, and that could be anywhere under ten children all named pubert.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Like, George, so George Foreman, or did you mean the Wendy's guy? uh, No,
1: George Foreman.
2: George Foreman?
1: Of the grills. The boxing man with the grills. Yeah, he has, like,
2: six kids named George. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, I thought about I thought you, well, like I was thinking of Dave Thomas and how he like ad- like did a bunch of adoption stuff cuz he was adopted. He, na- oh. he just named all his burgers Dave. Okay, <laughs> all right. The Pubert burger. <laughs> I guess you look at a square
1: burger, it looks like a Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I would not eat something called the pew burger.
2: Oh, Pew oh, wow. Yeah.
0: How about the Purger?
1: I might eat the It would look like Purger.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You think
0: about it like if if the fast food employee is gonna fuck with your food, they wouldn't do it <laughs> they wouldn't fuck with the pew that's burger.
1: because yeah, <laughs> that true. would be
0: too on the nose. Yeah. Like those people have pride.
1: <laughs> oh, you get your pew burger and it doesn't have pubes on it and you send it back.
0: Yeah. This is disappointing. What if you start like a uh,
2: like a like a restaurant train called pew burger right and like you you pay your employees well you you know kind of uh, encourage them to unionize you do all the like you just you just run this incredible class act right and and just like run an incredible social media campaign you know because i've been jenny and i've been talking for years about i've I've wanted to start an ice cream company called fucklers because like (laughs) who can stop me right like the police yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess i guess they could if they wanted to um, but like yeah it just sells itself like, like Fucklers with a name like this it's gotta be great right yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if anybody gives me crap I'll change my last name to Fucklers and be like this is the family
0: tradition yeah no this is my last name
2: yeah. you can't take
0: my last name from me
2: it's <laughs> yeah fuckler. it's just my last name happens to be fuckler, so with an
1: apostrophe
0: Fucklers sole owner of my last name ice cream shop
2: <laughs> yeah Yep. If I ever get if I ever get like giraffe buying money, that's definitely one of the things I'm gonna do. Is start, start, <laughs> start Fuckler's ice cream.
1: The giraffe could be the mascot.
2: <laughs> no reason. No reason. Well, I'm just...
1: Jeffrey Fuckler, and this is the best <laughs> ice cream oh. in the savannah.
2: Does anybody own the rights to Jeffrey Giraffe anymore? Like, can we? I do don't we do know. That?
0: <laughs> I mean, they're defunct. Like, maybe yeah, you could just maybe... be like this. Can is... you
1: just use mascots when they go out of business? <laughs> Are they public domain now?
0: Yeah, they, they, I'm sure, like, it got sold off on, like, a fire sale. Just, like, there's an, <laughs> a holding company that owns every disused mascot, and they're working on a, like, a mashup wow. movie to put them all in.
2: Oh, I wow. bet this is happening in Wisconsin. This has got to be uh, Wisconsin. Because, I, I mean, like, the, well, so the Ham's Beer Bear is, uh, like, at least people sell t-shirts that, that are they're not allowed to, but,
0: like, I guess who's gonna... I'm ready to see the Mr. Delicious raunchy comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man,
1: Bob's big boy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh man, we get Mac tonight, but not the song.
1: We had to explain to a twenty-five-year-old recently who Mac tonight was.
2: I mean, I think she just googled it.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't do any explaining.
2: No, we didn't do. We didn't We're terrible. do anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll here at Fuckler's Ice Cream. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh God, I look back at the topic bucket, and that face is there, and I just wasn't yeah. expecting. When you're not expecting it, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, kind of looks like Jared I know. Leto. <laughs>
1: Oh wow! Does. Yeah, yeah,
2: a little bit. Yeah, yeah. When you cross Sigourney Weaver and Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, you get Jared Leto. Jared Leto.
0: Yeah. That's what the world needs. Another one of. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 That's what I thought when I saw the the next movie he's going to be in the Marvel the Marvel joint like Mefario. M- what is it? The spider the Dark Spider Man universe one. Yeah. M- Morbius, Morbius. I think it's Doctor Morbius. Don't 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 add me. Uh, super Marvel Super Morbius fans. It's okay, I you're not up. on social
0: media, so they can't at you. That's true. They can at you in their <laughs> minds, though, and if enough of them do it, maybe you'll sense it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, through through the power of twins magic.
0: Uh, we for <laughs> another topic? Sure. Have you two seen this Wordle speedrun? This is probably, I should have linked you to this before mm. we recorded the show.
1: No, but it looks great.
0: So you could, like, Turn off the sound and just watch it happen while we talk while we discuss yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just know that the Elden Ring boss fight music is playing for, over the entire video. Oh, it
1: really is. Yeah, wow.
0: So this is a video of a dude who is... Oh, uh, so my topic. I didn't say my topic. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Wordle speedruns are surprisingly riveting. Uh, so this is a video where there is a dude uh, who is playing the hello wordle wordle variant that where you can select the length of the word from four to 11 letters. And he's doing one word of every length. And this, this uh, run is about 10 minutes long in nine, nine minutes, 25 seconds. Okay. And the, his technique is that for every word length, he has a list of like three or four words that are just like, this is, this is, these are, these are a set of words that are going to give me a lot of information about what the word could be. And then after he types all those in and looks at the information, then tries to actually solve it. Okay. And he's listening to this guy's reactions and listening to the music, like which I think he had playing live in the in the stream, not just uh, not just dubbed over after the fact, I just, like, to, to amp himself up. It, it it's really dramatic. It's he's, he gets so excited about like his. Uh, <laughs> well, I got that one really quickly. Maybe I have a shot here, you know, of getting a really good nice. time.
1: Nice. So this this is this is on the one hand this is cool and it is compelling. As somebody who's thought about Hello Wordle speedrunning, I lost respect for him when he's not doing uh, super
0: hard mode. Oh, you mean the one where you have to follow the rules of the previous?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that wouldn't work with his strategy, which is to. Uh... No, it
1: wouldn't. But yeah, I feel like there there should be a subcategory that's super hard.
0: Yeah, that would be uh, that would be a much different. Uh... Yeah. Different kind of run. And so he posted this on the speedrun subreddit mm-hmm. and got and was was very like highly upvoted and everybody was very excited Dang. for him. And then the next day there was another dude who posted the same speedrun in like a minute and a half.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> Except that his was just like a shot of the screen, no audio. It's not. And
1: you, you need that Dark Souls music,
0: right? And all the reactions of this, he had like three upvotes, and all the reactions were like not quite asking the guy if he cheated.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we need to get the same the same mathematicians who got on that the the dream Minecraft speed run,
0: right? Uh, yeah,
2: controversy to to jump in on this
0: one and and yeah, figure this yeah. out. Yeah, where, right. Where you at, guys? I was thinking about this, and I was thinking like, if I got a bug up my ass about Wordle speed runs, uh-huh. I could have done this nine and a half minute run. I would, I would need to like,
1: oh yeah, yeah, really
0: like sit down and you know practice a lot and and do a lot of attempts. Apparently, this guy was recording all day to get this run for like eight hours or something like that. Wow. Uh, I I could do the nine twenty five, and I'm not a big Wordle savant. You know, I'm pretty good at uh-huh. Wordle, but I'm not like someone who's been playing word games. His whole life for, yeah. you know, that's that's my primary hobby. Uh, and if I was, maybe then, like, maybe that's what the one minute and a half dude is, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe Maybe yeah. that guy
0: is like, oh, yeah, I, I could do this. No problem.
1: But he doesn't know how to sell himself.
0: Right. right? They want the drama. Like, the speed running yeah, is, yeah. so much of speed running is like, uh, you have this goal and you because that's it makes competition more fun to have this like let's make it make it faster. You gotta you gotta base it around something. But really, what want people want to see is they want to see a cool dramatic story happen yeah. happen in real life.
1: Yeah, somebody has to communicate to you uh okay, like you're going to see a thing, like there's a, something is either going to happen or not happen and it's going to be cool or disappointing for whatever reason and if you're not like familiar with the game, whoever's on the couch or doing the commentary has
2: yeah. to
1: super explain it. And yeah. then you're like it's like the thing where you start watching the Olympics and you don't know anything about curling or whatever and then 5 minutes in you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, if he so if he sweeps the broom to the left i think they've really got a shot here
2: but he's yeah, got to w-
1: get the three points from the well, i don't know anything about curling
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like we we got really sucked into uh the um oh, yeah, okay. the the women's uh karate the summer olympics yeah yeah and that same sort of thing where it's like i don't really know anything about this and then and then you just keep watching it and you're like you're you just learn the rule set yeah or you know there's there's also an elegance that happens with good movement-based speed runs so like if someone is just like like watching a beautiful dance or something like that you know and and really like mario speed runs a lot of times or like kaizo mario oftentimes has that elegance like they're designed for it you know yeah
1: it's compliment sorry <laughs> i'm just telling this guy that it's compliment yeah
2: see there you go yeah <laughs> i mean he's definitely doing a lot i feel like i feel like this is you know there there are definitely a lot of people who sit down and do this but like he, he gets props for you know
1: yeah getting yeah.
2: out there in front of it um i wonder because a lot of the strategy here would be when to give up i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes
1: yeah he does the same strategy that I do where you put the letters in and then just X's for the letters you don't
0: know. Uh, right. Yeah.
1: Oh, this is like did you see that horrible wheel of fortune clip going around where they're trying to guess <laughs> another feather in your cap?
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: Oh, she's like another feather in your map. So speedrun. So
0: for the for the context here, <laughs> um this is a 3 minute video of of Wheel of Fortune game where the person who knows the answer keeps like Spinning like bankrupt, lose a turn, uh-huh. bankrupt, uh-huh. and uh-huh. the people who don't know the answer keep guessing. <laughs> another feather in your lap. Is there a cue?
1: <laughs> Can I get a D? Yeah, it's uh-huh. excruciating.
0: <laughs> and the the guy who knew it like ended up winning with like two hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Just ending the misery.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is really cool. This is really cool, Jim.
2: Like, this is, yeah. this is neat. Would not have thought to to watch a Wordle speedrun. Oh, I've been thinking
1: about Wordle speedruns a lot. I'm like, this is... Because I am not good at most video games, but I am a person who has been playing word game not as my only hobby, but as a big hobby. And I'm like, yeah, I could probably get into Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I would make sure to do the Dark Souls music. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Requiem for a Dream.
0: Okay, okay. All right. Hey. While we're waiting for this guy to get the last word, uh, why don't you tell me about this uh, Wordle conspiracy theory that people believe?
1: Oh, yeah. Ben, people have basically uh, decided that whenever a Wordle word is hard, it's not an original Wordle word. It's a change that the New York Times has made to make Wordle harder along the lines of their crossword puzzle. Um, this theory is like super pervasive, even though... It's just like demonstrably you can you can prove it false really easily. Somebody did a medium
3: post, yeah,
1: ha- halfway through January, where they were like, "Hey, just so you know, all the all the answers for all of Wordle are available, like right in the source code. Here's every
0: right in in order. Like you can just see the next day by just looking at it. And this is why there was like a a, a guy who wrote, uh, or this is how rather, there was a guy who wrote a Twitter bot that would just like he would search people using the word wordle and then would reply to them with the next day's answer
1: oh no oh wow oh that's rude
2: <laughs> that's a level of evil i can only aspire yeah. to
1: yeah <laughs> hey he got it he got implication
0: yay
1: yay
0: yay 925 yeah. it's a good it's a good time nice. much better than yeah. the time of the guy who probably cheated
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: or is just really good at wordle
1: yeah uh the the thing about the conspiracy theory just like watching everybody believe this i saw somebody who's one of like my smarter friends that i super respect say to one of one of her other friends when they were talking about how the new york times obviously was making the words harder she's like we all think this so it must be true
0: <laughs> interesting
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: interesting hypothesis <laughs> yeah,
2: well... this isn't how anything else works i know you know this <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
1: People just really want so hard. They're like, I understand the New York Times and I understand the kind of thing that the New York Times would do. And and I already feel antagonistic towards them and a little bit like friendlier and more protective towards Josh Wardle in the original. The Wordle that I fell in love with like two months ago.
2: Right. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know that there's tons of cases where where just comparing notes with other people about about reality has served to like uncover some massive lie, right? And it's it's like f- probably frequent enough. without conspiracy theories that like it's it's not unreasonable especially like this because that's the you know it's like especially with games nowadays um and big companies making those games it's like it's it's been tweaked for the the maximum possible uh returns for the company which means the massive massive uh most most misery possible for me Uh (laughs) like yeah you know it's it's not the worst heuristic uh, i guess you know just to play devil's advocate for a second but Jenny and I have talked about this a lot because I, I sort of I, I walk around the house yelling about this kind of thing about other like like political stuff sometimes and it's been really funny because Jenny's been been the same tone <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah just gonna just de- de- unpacking this it. is
0: this is a phenomenon that happens I think in most friend groups and communities uh, it definitely affects me too of like pe- most people would rather have friends than be right.
1: Yeah. I mean, I ride the line sometimes. Yeah. Honestly.
2: <laughs> Speaking of someone who has, who has lost friends from devolving into a screaming match over the dumbest things possible, I guess I'm holding down the <laughs> other end of this uh, this,
0: this, <laughs> this bell curve. Uh, well, I, I think, like, certainly it's very difficult to to hold down that end of the bell curve while you're on social media.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> That's that's why I, I deleted my reddit
2: account actually was I was taking up too much time um Telling you know and people
1: I, on the internet they were incorrect
2: yeah and I mean like I definitely my, my engagement was incredible uh for for that like I was just good <laughs> at it right and it was engaging for people but it was it was like destroying me uh mentally and emotionally because yeah because this was this was during you know 2000 and 2020. And it's just like, yeah, this <laughs> is the worst possible time.
0: Yeah. The great time to get off of, of, of computers in general. Yeah. Sand, sand wasn't meant to think.
1: <laughs> Who taught sand to think? No, sand was meant to have statues dissolve in it.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, that's all the time we have for Topic Lords.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Jenny, if this is something that you want, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, let's see. Well, I'm back off Twitter, so I guess you better email me, uh, jenny at jennypolodna.com, J-E-N-N-I, at J-E-N-N-I-P-O-L-O-D-N-A dot com. Uh, And if you want role play back and forth with Muffin.
2: (laughs) Which is incredible, by the way.
1: I will set up an email address tonight. It's muffin at jennypolodna.com. Same spelling.
0: Do you have to pay your, uh, your service provider, your web host more for that? I
1: don't think so. I really should check. <laughs> it just it just lets me do it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. We have, We're not going to stop you. You want to set up a hundred of these things? It's
2: yeah.
0: Uh, and Chris, if this is something that you want, what is your Reddit account?
2: Uh, it is it is deleted in the brackets. Oh, okay, now. Okay. I, okay, good for I, you. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no going back. Yeah, I am still off of the social media, but I'm I'm. Sp- still working on some projects that i hope will see the light of day so maybe next time we'll you know be able to bump some of that but in the meantime uh you can probably flag down uh jenny if it's something important and she can uh tell me i just forgot to get it i i really wanted to get uh chris jones dot horse and somebody else yeah. snagged chris jones dot horse another chris so,
0: jones yeah
2: yep yeah. another chris jones who who wanted the dot horse i bet they
1: didn't me. even want it as much as you
2: yeah i know they just yeah. yeah all you have
0: left yeah. is dot horse i guess yeah,
1: i guess i really wanted dot farm
0: but some chris jones who
1: wasn't a farmer took that it's like the uh Tego Car- kego comic where the house husbands come home drunk and they go to the wrong apartment one after one and they're just they're just off by one every time
2: <laughs> like that but with dot horse domains
1: but with dot horse domains with chris jones chris jones
2: yeah
0: yeah yep. uh, thanks so much for being on Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Hi, this is Jim. This is the audio I append to every episode of Topic Lords. Congratulations to our newly anointed lords. This episode was edited by Esper Quinn, who can also edit your episode if you contact them on Twitter. If you'd like more people to hear the show, you can tell your friends about it or rate and review us on whatever podcast service you use. You can add content to the Topic Bucket by emailing topicbucket at topiclords.com and you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash topiclords. Patrons get episodes a week early, and you get access to the Topic Lords Discord, where you can discuss topics with all the lords that hang out in there. See you next episode!